0: Hi, Selena. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, hey, hey.
1: <laughs> so uh,
0: thank you for agreeing to speak with me on this uh, podcast. So, as a reminder, people, um, this is a segment of the podcast called Phenomenal, and it's about remarkable women, women that I know, uh, women that's done really great things in my in my views anyway (laughs) but um, so today I wanted to have a conversation with Selena I think I met Selena about five years ago yeah about five years ago ago. (laughs) and we both love food and would do anything for food I think that's correct right that's pretty much yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um basically i'm not going to fully introduce you because i want you to say yourself but basically selena has been running a food business for a number of years now here in london yeah. and um started with supper clubs and uh, sort of yeah. Like, yeah moved moved um we've done with like loads of pop-ups around london and did all sorts of things so would you want to introduce yourself Celine? yeah
1: okay so hello everyone my name is <laughs> selena um i run taste mauritius so um like vanessa said i started my supper club about four 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 or five years ago now from my home in croydon and i used to cook for about 10 to 12 people uh, at a time and did supper clubs like maybe twice a month um First, I started off with people um, that I knew in the food industry because I wasn't sure how it was going to go, and then I got some good, like, honest feedback from them about my food, Um, and I wanted to just kind of um, serve people authentic uh, Mauritian Uh, cuisine—things that you don't, you don't get here. Uh, It's very difficult to find Mauritian food in London. There's only like a few couple of restaurants and or, or cafes that do do it there's more now than there was back then and that was the reason that I started in the first place then mm-hmm. um, it was just like my, my parents both come from Mauritius and um, you know they make this wonderful food and there's no way you could go to eat it and when I started talking to a lot of people. A lot of people were like, um, you know, used to ask me where do we go, uh, you know, how do you make this, how do you make dal puri, which is one of the most popular dishes in Mauritius. Um, and so yeah, and it just started from there. I just started offering like food that my mum used to cook, um, that we grew up on at home, like, um, you know, some of the most traditional dishes. Um, and I used to cook with my mom in my kitchen and we used to have people here that we didn't know absolutely str- absolute strangers and you know feed them this three four course meal and you know it was so good because you just would hear so many stories about their time in Mauritius or when they grew up there and now they're living here or you know they might have got married in Mauritius and they absolutely loved the food over there but they haven't been able to find it in London so it was really nice talking to people and and just like hearing all sorts of stories and they were just as interested to hear about my story and where my background came from and, um, you know, what my parents grew up and, um, you know, how I just started cooking with my mum and uh, started making all this food. And it was great because we, we actually got to spend more time together by doing that. And, uh, you know, it helped, uh, helped just make our relationship more stronger in the end. And so um, we did that for about two, three years and then... I kind of branched off into doing pop-ups all over London, um, just taking over little cafes, first of all, like cafes and then smaller restaurants and places where I could just, you know, uh, showcase the food. And I was just really surprised at how many people that were interested in trying out something different. And it just kind of took off from there, really. And you know, since then it's just been, um, cookery classes as well. So teaching people how to make these, these dishes and, um, you know, recipe writing and, uh, yeah, all sorts of catering as well. So catering has been a big part of, um, from that, from the supper clubs and pop-ups and just doing private catering for events and, um, a few weddings. So it's been, it's been a fun journey. It's been about four or five years and, yeah, I <laughs> can't believe it's been that long. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably longer
0: actually, because I do remember when I first started anything to do with food, you were already there. So, oh, okay, <laughs> already, totally. like, doing doing things. So I mean, sometimes the journey seems shorter now. Maybe yeah. it feels like it's a decade, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. So where where um, where where do you stand now? What do you what what what's the biggest part of your journey now? What where, where are you? at this stage
1: at this stage I kind of well post having a baby as well at that kind of like being a mum that's kind of changed my outlook a lot on things and it's a lot about quality quality time now and how you spend your time and and what's worth you know putting that extra effort in and so now it's like um you know it feels like I've, I've done like quite a lot of pop-ups and supper clubs and I'm not saying I wouldn't go back to doing that again because I still really love collaborating with um, chefs and meeting new people and things like that. Um, yeah, it's just at the moment, it's just I'm kind of open to opportunities that are, are coming out. So any you know, any inquiries that I might get of people that want to you know try the food, still I still do catering now at the moment. I've kind of still um, enjoyed doing that. I really love teaching people, so I kind of uh, have focused uh, more time at doing cookery classes. So I've been doing cookery classes from my home. And then sometimes I might go to cookery schools to do like a one off or go into like, um, you know, they might have like a a group of uh, people in a company that want to do like some sort of team building cookery style class or, you know, with like um, uh, all the different kind of food from Mauritius. So just want to try something new. So I'm kind of doing a bit of that at the moment and then a bit of recipe writing at the same time and looking after the little one as well, because she does take up a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and it's just all about being a bit more kind of in balance with my life at the moment. It's really weird. It's kind of, I was like, back then I was in such like rush to do everything and make sure, you know, I had my hands in all sorts of baskets. I was trying to do pop-ups, cookery classes, um, everything, and getting out there. But I think I've learned to slow down a bit more now. Mm. And- um yeah and just kind of you know be be at peace (laughs) peace of mind and just yeah just take it take things as they come at the moment that's cool yeah
0: um so let me rewind a bit Mm.
1: how how did
0: you how did you decide to do the career change what what did what were you doing before
1: and what led you to do that okay so um before? God, I can't even remember what I was doing. <laughs> no, 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 before it was, um, you know, it was, uh, uh, I was into photography and I was working in media. So I went into work into travel photography. So I was working as a picture editor for a news agency. So it was a very fast paced uh, kind of job. And, um, you know, it was dealing with photographers and um, images that came over from all over the world. And then um, you know getting them into newspapers and magazines and dealing with people and like news and things like that so I did that for a good couple of years and I just loved working with uh, you know photography I love looking at pictures from all over the world and, and meeting all these travel photographers as well so I was working with a lot of them you know going through the images and things so um, yeah I was doing that but the only thing it was in that, that job it was a very Uh, desk based. I was pretty much at my desk nine hours, ten hours a day, and um, I think that kind of really got to me after a while because I've always kind of been like a person that's liked bit of variety, doing different things, um, trying different things, and you know, doing quite practical work. And um, sitting at a desk didn't really do that for me. So I kind of reached a point where I was just like, um. You know, what am I doing? Do I really want to make a career in this area? And, and it wasn't. And I really had to look inside and think, what do I really love? And what was I really passionate about? And something that's always just like been a constant thing throughout my life is food. <laughs> and the fact that I love to eat food. I love cooking. I mean, I haven't always been cooking, but, you know, there was points in my life, where, you know, I did enjoy just baking in the kitchen to, like, relax or just, you know, to have some downtime, and it was always centred around cooking, and I loved, like, you know, meeting friends to eat and, like, you know, um, having dinner with the family, so it was always, like, a really communal thing. And then I just kind of, a, uh, I started baking a lot at that time when I was in my job, and I started to bring cakes into work and I started to bring like biscuits and everyone was just like, Oh my God, this is so good. And and I was like, yeah, like, why am I not working in food? Why am I not doing cakes or <coughs> sorry? Like, why am I not doing this? And I kind of really felt like, you know, that was the, the moment where I was just like, you know, it was a big decision because uh, literally we, with my boyfriend I just got we just got a mortgage on the house and it was like it was like everything kind of came at that time and I was just like Uh. I know it's like a big risk but bless him he's been like super supportive during that time and you know at that time I just I just I took a risk and I left my job and I'm I started up my cake business (laughs) it's like you know I started cooking cakes and I started baking and uh, all sorts of things like chocolate vanilla you know spice cakes and um, lemon pie and everything like that and I started off with a little humble market stall in Croydon Surrey street market and you know I did a few a few times t- times there selling my cakes and things and then um, I set up a website and um, I started blogging as well at the same time and then I started getting into wedding cakes and making cupcakes and I went and got trained in how to um do like um cake modeling and how to do like the fine detail on cakes and piping and everything like that so um yeah and I just really got pushed myself into wedding cakes and wedding fairs and everything like that and I did that for about a year or two and then it just you know and then then it just kind of led on to um um, cooking like uh, Mauritian food that just came about when I think it was just literally a light bulb moment I was in the kitchen with my mom and she was making like her you know a good old like Mauritian chicken curry with like chapatis and like pickles and things in the kitchen and I was just like you know like we can't get this food anywhere else it's so good and I just I just had like this urge just to, to, to <laughs> just um you know share it with people and um at that time when i first started about getting into supper clubs supper clubs were becoming quite a popular thing um they weren't that many around at that time so like now there's just loads but um at that point there wasn't a, a lot and um i just kind of started uh just took a risk and started cooking cooking there and i thought You know, I went to a few food networking events. I met a lot of people, other bloggers that were in the industry, some that are friends today now. And I kind of just said to them, Look, do you want to come over for a dinner at my house? I invited about 10 to 12 people that, you know, I hardly knew that well. I'd met them once and, you know, and they wanted. (laughs) The thing is about food bloggers, they, you know, they love, they're really open to trying new cuisines and food. And no one knew anything about Mauritian food. Like, a lot of people didn't even know where it was where the Uh island is and so it was just like um yeah it was just a really good opportunity then and I just started by cooking them like 10 to 12 of them dinner and just saying look just give me honest feedback about what you think of the food you know is it something that you think people would be interested in and and then yeah and I just you know once I'd done that and then cook for family and friends and stuff and um, and it just started from there so that's kind of how it led up to that journey and oh. some some way along the way, I dragged my mum into helping me out, <laughs> <laughs> like you do. did have a choice. She was yeah. just like, um, she just came along for the ride. But that's what you do when your mom mum like. <laughs> so she, uh, uh, yeah, she just come and um, help me out as well. So it was uh, good fun. <laughs>
0: And it's not to be taken for granted because not all families are supportive of their, you know, their siblings or their children just giving up a a good old job and then going and um, (coughs) becoming an entrepreneur. So, you know. Yeah. kudos to your mum she's, yeah, she's I, obviously very supportive
1: yeah because i mean like you know at first i have to say it was very difficult that you know my parents didn't understand what i was doing and i you know they probably wouldn't <laughs> because they uh, you know it's a uh, you know once you get into a job they'll think you know you just stay in that job you work your way up and back then it wasn't really like you know about just leaving your work to start up something new, you know, it's quite a risky, scary thing to do. So, they they didn't understand at first, but I think it took them a while to kind of get the gist what, of what I was trying to do. And after they saw these people eating, coming to eat my food, and or or what you know, all these things that I was doing, they were like, oh, you know, they were they were quite proud. <laughs> That's <a> good. <laughs> yeah. So it was good, but um, yeah. <laughs>
0: so fantastic so i'll just literally hit you with loads of like small questions oh okay um <laughs> quick fire well i mean yeah so it's, it's all about continuity there but um what is the first one is what is your vision of success
1: my vision of success oh okay well i think my vision of success is is basically doing what you love in life i think that just being able to do something that you love every day every morning and you're really excited about doing you know whatever you're doing in life I think that's to me you know and making something out of it I think to me that's uh, you know I think that's successful success yeah
0: do you have any rituals
1: rituals well I have to have a cup of green tea every morning if I don't, I just will totally feel off balance all day. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I don't say like the caffeine hit, but it's just like in the ritual, like in the morning, I have to like, you know, have a. as long as I have a cup of green tea, no matter what. And, you know, that, that kind of sets me up for the morning. And if I've got a little bit of time, I like to just uh, read for like 15 to 20 minutes. Um, I've got a few books that I'm reading at the moment and they're quite like, you know, um. Uh, all these kind of positive uh, books and, and things there. So it's it's quite useful to start the day off that way, I think.
0: Okay, can you tell us about the name of these two books? That might be helpful um, okay, to someone. Okay,
1: so at the moment I'm, listening, I'm reading, I can't, I can't say this right, but Ikigai, I think, I think that's how you say it, I-K-I-G-A-I. And it's um, mm-hmm. it's a book on the Japanese secret to a long and happy life. And it is, is, um, actually, it was my husband that came across it um, in South Bank Centre one day. We were just like, you know, it was really late and we were kind of wandered in there just before the bookshop was closing and he found it, picked it off the shelf. And he read it first and it was like, you know, it was such a good book. So I've just kind of had that by my bedside and I've just been reading like snippets of it every morning. And there's another one called Self Care for the Real World by Nadia Narain. And that's one that I've just started as well that's um a kind of uh a kind of like like really nice like good snippets of positive motivate motivational like um things to kind of improve your life make yourself you know feel better and start the day off right and have like an outlook on you know things and it's so easy to get caught up with the chaos of life sometimes you know rushing yeah. around doing this doing that but actually I mean, I know that I need to do that sometimes is just take a step back and like just kind of zone out or just stay still for a moment. <laughs> mm, exactly. And that goes with your your yeah. decision to sort of
0: slow down and just focus yeah. on the things that are most important. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: What are your biggest biggest regrets?
1: Oh, gosh. Regrets? I don't have any regrets. I, I'm going to say that I don't because I don't see things as like... I don't regret things. I think like, you know, I'm thinking... Part part of my journey to where I am now, I had to go through that. I had to have that experience, and you know, I don't look at is it, it as like a waste of time, really. I mean, like you know, like I I might have gone to uni for three four years, and I did studies in photography and media, but you know, I didn't get a job in there in the end. But the photography skills have helped me take fo- re- really good photos of my food today. You yeah. know, it's helped me understand or like the visual side of putting food and dishes together so I don't kind of see it as um you know any regrets I think they all kind of help me to where I am today. Cool what uh, because I know you're a very hard worker and I think
0: it's come across in the first bit of your (laughs) of our conversation (laughs) but what what are your thoughts on work work ethics?
1: Work ethics like what do you mean like
0: yeah, what do you think is necessary what what are your thoughts do you think you have to work hard do you think we have to work smart what do you think
1: I think like um well things that I've learned okay because my I have I think mm, my husband's always said that I'm quite a messy and chaotic creative person <laughs> like you know there might be like like note notes here and there everywhere you know in this notepad and stuff like that and I've tried to kind of now to not be so much like that so I try to be a bit more organized um today and like every morning I try to make like a plan or a list of things that I need to do to- today or whatever um and it just makes things a bit more easier so that at least I can cross things off and it makes you feel like okay yeah I've done that at least I've done that many out of my list today and kind of feel like a bit like you don't need to do everything in one day it's okay even if you at least get one of those or two of those things out of your list done in a day it doesn't you don't have to do the whole thing so because I used to kind of feel like that like oh I haven't done everything on my list but then it's like you know yeah at least I've done this I've kind of learning to kind of be a bit more grateful for what I've accomplished in a day rather than you know what I haven't done that's fantastic
0: um what are your biggest dreams or if just one if you could just say what what is your biggest dream
1: biggest dream oh gosh i just i kind of biggest dream is just i just want to feed more people <laughs> and just share just share my love of food with more people i think that's 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 what i ultimately kind of like want to do i'm just so just happy with just cooking for people and just seeing people happy after they eat my dishes or or something or they've learned something new it just kind of makes in a way it just makes you feel so much like you know wow okay like I've kind of made a, a difference somehow or like to someone um I mean you know other than you know maybe having <laughs> a lovely big house and living somewhere in the country and like mm-hmm. where the sun always shines and, you know, <laughs> or, or something like that but um yeah I think those those kind of like uh like, like dreams at the moment anyway um yeah, I'm kind of happy and content with. So you're kind of live in the dream, really, living the dream, really. Living the dream. I'm, I'm living the dream. I never, never, no one's ever actually said that to me before. But like, yeah, thinking about it, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, there are things that we do want, like little things that we do, you know, that we want and the kind of work towards. But I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm really grateful for to be able to do what I'm doing today. Like, you know you know or having a family and friends and people that are really supportive that have helped me to to be able to do what I'm doing today like at the moment I mean you know that's that's really kind of like you know something to be grateful for I think. Mm.
0: Cool um what advice would you give someone yeah um about love and
1: relationships? Loving relationships? <laughs> hmm. Okay well I think Loving rela- communication, I think, is the key with loving relationships. I think that is really important. Like, you need to be quite um, open and honest if you can, um, to you know, talking to each other, discuss things. And um, I always kind of, I've learned that now, like, you know, with, with my husband and stuff. Like, before I wouldn't, you know, might sit on something and not say anything about it, or not express myself. But, like, I kind of have, as the years have gone by, I've learned from that as well from him as well just to be a bit more expressive and like you know um you know if there's something that you're not happy about or you are happy about you know just be more vocal about it and you know discuss things I think communication is really important and um having a balance with everything in life like work you know spending time as well making time to spend with people that you love so you know spending time with family making sure i've got time to see friends and you know that it's always quality time i think that that's really important you've got ha- you've got to have a balance of all those things in your life i think cool oh, that's fantastic um
0: loads of gems here
1: loads of <laughs> um, loads of gems gems. Uh, gems of
0: knowledge and wisdom <laughs> um how do you handle failure
1: failure okay yeah so There haven't been a lot of those over the years, but, um, you know, these things are expected. Yeah, things that you, you know, can't expect something for things to go, you know, really well all the time. I think failure just kind of, I find out there are things that you can learn from or like mistakes that you make or, you know, um, you just learn from them. Like, yeah, it does feel pretty crappy when things happen and it's you're not happy about it and things are not going well. But it's uh, and it is really hard sometimes to pull yourself out of that little hole and you're like, oh, you know. But um, it's, it's really just to try and keep positive and just to think, okay, what can I learn from this? Um, so next time I don't do that, or, you know, maybe that wasn't right for me. Maybe I should um, try something different next time. So it's, also, it's always like learning from those little things. Um, yeah, for the future. Cool.
0: Fantastic. So do you have any spiritual beliefs? Like do spiritual you believe beliefs? in like, karma, <laughs> universe? god and and any spiritual beliefs
1: I I just I just generally believe that you know if um I don't I don't like you know if people I don't have like I try not to have or don't have like bad words to say about people or things I just feel like that if you put if you put those negative things and those you know things out there it's almost like um you know the bad karma, it's just not, it's just going to come back to you. And I kind of feel like, you know, just try not to put out that negative um, feelings towards anyone, you know. If there's there's people that I don't get on with, I just, you know, just don't go near them, just stay away from them, you know, rather than, you know, I don't want to get involved with, you know, having those bad feelings about people or things. So I just find that it's kind of like, you know, if you put it out there, it's gonna come back to you. Bit kind of like mm-hmm. out there to the universe. It's like you know, you put out good things and you put out good vibes and you're really positive and you try to like put out those things. I just kind of think that you know, things will come back to you in a good way as well. So, yeah, yeah. cool.
0: What's your favorite quote? Quote?
1: Oh no, I don't know what, what favorite quote do I have. I think I've got too many. <laughs> I'm like it's going around in my head. But, um, oh no, I can't think of one off the top of my head at the moment, actually.
0: But um, you know what? You can let it simmer. And then as we yeah. carry on, if it comes back <laughs> to you, you
1: can tell me. There are a few little nuggets out there that I have been like, oh, and I've underlined in my books and things, but I can't think of them right now off the top of my head. I've internalized them. Yeah. <laughs> it's not They're in there somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite book?
1: Favourite book? Oh, right. So um, one at the moment is called uh, Big Magic. Let me see who it's by, actually. I can't remember the name. Okay, Elizabeth Gilbert. And this is a really good um, book. I think I read it about six months ago, and it's Creative Living Beyond Fear. And I just kind of resonated with everything she kind of talked about in the book. It's just having, like, a perspective on creativity or if you're a creative person, how you kind of, like, you know... Um, think or do certain things and it just felt like um it was such a good book to read I didn't want to put it down and that was um one that I've really enjoyed reading uh lately um yeah, I'm on the whole kind of uh, all these positive motivational books. There. That's good. <laughs> I used to read a lot of fictional and thrillers and things like that, and um, in my spare time. But at the moment, it's a kind of on on that side uh, of things at the moment. Um, actually, actually, another one, and this is like um, there's kind of a a book that uh, my daughter's. She's only like two and a half, and I know this is quite early, but there's this book called um, Rebel Stories for Girls.
0: Oh, yeah, I've heard of yeah, it. Yeah,
1: and, like, I saw it and I thought, oh, I'm going to just get it. You know, one day I'm going to want to read that book to her because it's all about really positive, you know, women across the world over the years that have, you know, were in- invented things, were scientists. They came up with, uh, you know, things. They did things that changed the world and I really uh, had a like you know ended up reading the whole book because I was just like oh I'll have a look for it and I ended up reading it because even it's so interesting now just to know like you know who all these women were and it was very like positive and um, I really liked that idea of you know like teaching our young women uh, or daughters and that to be these kind of strong positive uh, you know that they can do whatever they want to do In life and things like that so um yeah i can't wait for her to grow up so i can
0: read that fantastic that sounds good i might get it even if i don't have a daughter
1: (laughs) cool what's your definition of a mentor a mentor um okay so a mentor i think someone that will that can that you can kind of um, look up to and, uh, you know, help you through your journey in life. And no matter which area you're looking for, a personal mentor, someone through career or life or anything, I think someone that you look up to and um, who are, you're able to, you know, talk, communicate directly with and, you know, and it's almost like having a bit of like a role model as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, there's, loads well, of mentors that, or like people that I look up to in the industry and they're kind of like you know oh wow like you know how they've come far or they've done what they've done you know in, in their work and it's quite like you know inspiring as you think quite inspiring and, and for me that makes me feel like oh you know wow they've done so, such great things and you just it, and it's it's great to be a part of it as well like on in, in the similar kind of you know in the in same industry as these people so uh, yeah, it's, I think that's what it is. That's
0: mm-hmm. really good. Um, what do you wish someone told you at the beginning of your
1: career? Um, at the beginning of my career? Um, I think that I think that that throughout your journey there's there's going to be people that are not going to like you or they're not going <laughs> to like um, They're going to hate on you a bit or you know you have to expect that um you know throughout your journey but um and I've had you know people who have been like that towards me and I think um back then I would have said to myself look you know what don't worry I wish someone would have told me don't worry about it don't take it to heart don't take it personal because you know in the end of the day these people probably are you know just envious of what you're doing with your life and they or they've probably got things going on with their life which is the reason that they're like that so in that way you just kind of just forgive and forget and just carry mm-hmm. with your thing and move on and I think that's kind of what I'm like today now as well I just kind of uh just move on and just just don't hang around with those people or like you know <laughs> just. uh that's what I do yeah
0: yeah you protect yourself it's also yeah. about self-care isn't it it's yeah, just it's true. blocking it out um it's true, it's true. so what's the best piece of advice you've received
1: best piece of advice I've received um mm, that's the best piece of advice I've received I'm sure it's something that my mum told me because <laughs> my mom <laughs> normally she gives me like she's really good at like um just you know Sometimes you think she's she's not listening to you but then like a month later she'll bring up something and I'll be like oh so you were listening to what I'm saying <laughs> but he's really good with advice and things and I think I don't I don't think there's like one sorry one piece of advice that my mom has kind of given me I think it's like um throughout the whole thing since I started she's always kind of been the one that's like maybe like kind of propped me up when I was feeling a bit like you you know, you know you, sometimes you do get a bit down or low and you need that there's that one person that kind of tells you no like you know da da, da look what you've done and stuff or don't you know and she's always kind of been that kind of a very um good at giving advice my mom and my husband mm. of course he'd probably tell me like he'd shout at me if I didn't tell Tell you that he's really good at giving advice, but so, yeah, I'm my I husband is is But yeah, yeah, my my mom, I'd say she'd always give really me good advice, but I can't pinpoint anything in particular. But
0: yeah, so, oh, I mean, that's good. Mama, mama knows <coughs> best. I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, and what is the best piece of advice you could give someone,
1: anyone, um... any woman? or someone that's wanting to start up their own thing or
0: just no just generally with life I think you know you've, you yeah you, you you're doing your business but the mm-hmm. business is part of your life yeah it's just overall
1: I mean overall it's just like um I think just like you know do what's 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 important to you so like this it, people have different things that's important to them and that means things for them and I just think it's just all about you know um writing sometimes help it helps to write things down like I never used to write things down a lot and like never used to make lists or never used to make goals and I think that's kind of helped so that you know I've got like a kind of um like a bit of a path so I'm not just like you know floating around like a cloud sometimes mm-hmm. but, um yeah no I think it's good just to, like you know think about what you what's really important to you and like you mm-hmm. know sit down like maybe you know, write some goals. Like, what? Where do you want to be? Like, what do you want to do with your life? If it's traveling, like, how? You know, what? What do you want to do? Like, and then just write things so you're kind of like your you can like work towards these these goals eventually. Because I think that you know, there's always gonna you know there'll be a time where some people just might say, "Oh, I always wish I wanted to do this, or I wish I wanted to do that." And you know, you, you can just think you can you can do it if you really want to do it. You can. You just just like have to. You know, write things down and just break it all down and into like little chunks and think, okay, you know, that's the bigger picture. But if you want to break it down, you can. It feels like it's more achievable in a way. You know, whether it is just sending like an email or a day to someone that works in that industry, or if it is just like getting out there, or or if it is just like going to see this person, or you know, or or having more me time, like going to you know, allowing allocating yourself a specific amount of time a day like 10 minutes even if it's 10 minutes to have like quiet me time a day if you can't fit in you know just trying to things that are important to you to make in time for those things I think uh, is really
0: really important Fantastic! No, that's really good. I <laughs> like um,
1: I'm waffling. Am I waffling? <laughs>
0: like, well, I mean, you're, you're, honestly, it's such a nice conversation. It's so lovely speaking to you. Obviously, you're like a breath of fresh air and positivity. So, it's um, and it and you're driven. I mean, I think we shouldn't take that for granted. the The fact that mm. some people would love to have the the courage that you have, and the fact that you literally went after the the things that you want, mm. think when you're naturally driven and I don't know whether you are naturally driven, but I know that mm. loads of people actually struggle, you know, taking that step. And I think it's, you know, it's, um, it's fantastic that you actually were brave enough to take that step. Yeah. It's not easy. No. Um, I've got a last question for you. It's, it would be basically asking you for a definition of phenomena. Phenomena.
1: But, oh yeah I just looked that up when you like when you came up I was like phenomena why is it called phenomena <laughs> <laughs> phenomena a definition of phenomena what would be yours anyway <clears throat> oh, phenomena something like um phenomena sounds to me like something that's not like clear it's something that isn't really like you know it's a bit like um almost a bit I don't know actually phenomena that's like put me on the spot what did I think of it (laughs) it to me it just sounds like like a I don't know is it like a bit of like a chaotic kind of thing or something that's something not so very clear so you know like a mystery yeah like a mystery that's the word like a mystery you know yeah something like that I think phenomena a mystery (laughs)
0: well thank you so so much for taking the time um to speak to me uh i know you've got a massively busy schedule with everything that's going on and with your family and everything so thank you so 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 much and i hope this was helpful to anyone listening obviously if you want to listen to more subscribe to uh, the podcast and you'll receive our content every week selena again thank you thank, thank you so you. much and can you remind us what your website social media yep. handles are
1: so um i'm at taste mauritius on uh, facebook instagram and twitter and i'm www.tastemauritius.com uh, my website is up and it's got loads of foodie stuff and good things so yeah check me out
0: check her out thank <laughs> you <laughs> bye. <laughs>
1: bye. Bye. bye <laughs>